Hi there. You're listening to Norway Next, a podcast by Visit Norway, geared towards the modern travel mindset. If you are going to a Norwegian city anytime soon, this is the podcast for you. Picture this. You wake up to the sound of seagulls and pull back the curtains to reveal a beautiful sunrise. A few moments later, you find yourself walking in a picturesque neighborhood of interconnected white wooden homes. You follow the scent of something freshly baked and delicious, and you step into a warm and cozy bakery and decide to pick up some cinnamony pastries for breakfast. Pastry in hand, you go outside into the sunshine and keep walking past rows and rows of idyllic whitewashed historic houses, all with perfectly manicured front steps and beautiful flowers. You stop to take in the view and slowly inhale the salty sea air. This is heaven, or as we like to call it, Kristiansand. I am Beate Gran from Visit Norway, and I couldn't be happier to welcome Mona Konneralp from Visit Southern Norway. Not only does she manage sustainable travel projects for Kristiansand and Arndal, the two largest cities in Southern Norway, but she's also a former colleague at Visit Norway and a local expert on Kristiansand. In addition to that, she's a yogi, and she's got some really cool suggestions for how you can breathe your way through the south and truly unwind in her region. Namaste. So now let Mona guide us through the Norwegian Riviera. Mona, southern Norway is often referred to as the Norwegian Riviera. And why is that? Yeah, that's uh, true, uh, Beate. And uh, the description, the Norwegian uh, Riviera, we have to go back, uh, way back to the 1930s. Actually, that was when it started. And at that time, we didn't have any tourists in southern Norway. Uh, but uh, tourism had just started to pick up. And uh, the people of Kristiansand, they wanted to have tourists to their region. So uh, when they did the first um, profiling campaign in the 1930s, that was when they used that description, the Norwegian Riviera. And actually, it only took a couple of years, and the tourists from Oslo region started to visit our region in the summertime to enjoy the coast, the city, to swim in the sea. And uh, since that time, we have been the number one summer destination for the Norwegians. Mm. So interesting. I didn't know that part of the history. So... I happen to know that you are a yoga teacher and wellness is so top of mind as travelers are coming out of the pandemic. And we see that people are more and more seeking out wellness type experiences. And from your perspective, what does Kristiansand have to offer within that space? Well, um, wellness, um, that is not just spa and treatments. But it is also very much as we see it and how we experience it from our visitors to get away from the crowd, to find uh, more space and to be in the nature. And, you know, um, sitting at a rock, um, looking out on the sea, that is calming. 
or when you have a walk through the forest, uh, that also reduces uh, stress. So for us, wellness, that is nature therapy. And, you know, picture yourself. You wake up in a treetop hut. It's quiet and you only hear the birds singing. I mean, that is true mm. wellness. Mm. And so many Norwegians even associate the southern region of Norway or southern Norway and Kristiansand with vacation. I mean, shoulders down, relaxing with your family or, you know, having a romantic stay or something like that. So before we go deeper into uh, what you can see and experience, we're going to play a game of yes, yes, no. Basically, two truths and one false statement. And we'll say the three things and our listeners will guess which of the three is the false one. So here we go. A, you can actually meet real pirates in Kristiansand. B, one of the world's most unusual McDonald's restaurants is located in downtown Kristiansand. Or C, a member of the Norwegian royal family comes from Kristiansand. And keep listening because we'll reveal the answer later in this episode. Now, let's dive a bit deeper. And I'm curious, Mona, what are the top three attractions or places a first-time visitor to Kristiansand cannot or should not miss? Are there any surprising ones that mostly only locals know about? First, I would recommend uh, a walk through our beautiful city. Uh, the city center is called uh, Quadraturen, and it forms a square with uh, straight streets. And it was actually designed uh, that way by Con Christian IV. Uh, the city center is uh, surrounded by water on three sides, and you have the forest on the fourth side. So when you start your walk through the city, you start at the seaside promenade towards um, the city beach and you will pass uh, small boat harbors and then you continue to Pusebyen and that is our historical part of the city. Here you find Uh, the largest collection of uh, white wooden houses. And then you continue through Markens, uh, which is our shopping street, and uh, to the city square, where you will find the cathedral. And um, one of the other things I would recommend is to visit the fish bazaar and uh, do like the locals do. Pick up a bag of uh, shrimps and sit uh, on the queue side and watch the small boats go by and uh, enjoy the shrimp. And if you don't know how to peel them, uh, you ask the fishmonger. They would really like to to teach you how mm. do you do it. Mm. That's like really the symbol of summer, sitting at the pier in Kristiansand eating shrimp straight out of the bag, isn't it? Oh. Wonderful. 
So for someone who wants to go off the beaten track, are there any specific things you love personally or can think of that may give someone a more authentic experience? Essentially, what kind of things you like to do on a weekend? Well, um, my day, then I would uh, fill that with uh, nature, hiking, uh, some good food and uh, culture. So I would uh, start the day with a hike at uh, Odoraya. The island of Odoraya is just off the city center. It's connected uh, to the city center with uh, two small uh, bridges. And uh, on the island, you will find uh, many trails, beautiful uh, viewpoints, and it has been a military area. So it's also filled with uh, historical sites and cannon uh, positions. So it's it's a it's an interesting walk. But I would uh, sit on a rock and just uh, take in the beautiful uh, mm. view of uh, of the sea. So what would you do after the hike? Then I would head back to the to the city center, and it's lunchtime. So. Um, I would um, go to one of the bakeries. You know, we have uh, many bakeries in Kristiansand and we are known uh, for the bakeries. So I would pick up a sandwich, a shrimp sandwich, maybe. <laughs> and uh, and end off uh, with a cinnamon bun. And um, then I would visit uh, uh, Kunsthallen. It's a contemporary art uh, institution. It's uh, located on the top floor uh, on our library building. Beautiful exhibition spaces. And what's so wonderful up there is that you have these big windows and you look out on the treetops and to the city cathedral. So just to sit there, enjoy the art and the scenery. That is so calming. And this is right in the middle of the buzzing uh, city center. Mm. In the evening, I would do some more culture. Uh, I would visit uh, Hilden, the theater and uh, concert hall. That is um, uh, our main performing arts uh, center in Kristiansand and actually for the whole region. It houses uh, the Christiansand Symphony Orchestra and has a lot of uh, great concerts and also uh, theater uh, productions uh, throughout the year. So when you visit our city, uh, I would also recommend to come not only in the summertime, but uh, in the autumn, winter, spring. Uh, that is uh, also when you can experience these uh, great uh, cultural Uh, performances. Mm. And doesn't Christiansand have a great Christmas market? I haven't been myself, but I've been wanting to go for years. Can you describe that? That's right, Beata. We are boosting to to be the uh, prettiest uh, Christmas uh, town in, in Norway. The whole city is decorated with uh, Christmas trees. And uh, we have a Christmas market um, at the city square where uh, 
You can buy a local produce, Christmas cakes. You can bring back home homemade gifts. Uh, and there is also an ice skating rink close to the city market. Mm. What about a longer round trip? How can a visitor spend three days or even longer in southern Norway using Kristiansand as a base? Any suggestions you can touch on here? I would definitely uh, recommend to uh, take a boat trip to um, explore the archipelago, uh, which we are so famous for. So hop on a boat from the city center in Kristiansand to one of the islands to go swimming uh, in the summer, of course, uh, or uh, take one of the sightseeing boats to uh, Nyhelsen, a coastal outport. Uh, have a lunch there, uh, go for a small hike and maybe a swim. Um, and these boat trips, I must say that th- they are only operating in the summer season. So other things that you can do in the region, I know there's a well-known attraction, which is the southernmost point in Norway, Lindesnes. Um, a lighthouse, and now also harbors the world's largest underwater restaurant located there. Can you talk about that a little bit? That is uh, Undor, uh, the underwater restaurant. It opened in 2019, um, and it's um, a spectacular building. It was designed by the architecture firm Snöhetta, uh, who designed uh, the opera house in Oslo. And uh, what do they serve there? Hmm. Seafood, seaweed, kelp, shell. Uh, what they harvest from just outside the restaurant and also from the forest. This uh, restaurant uh, got their Michelin star two years ago and is uh, open all year. And uh, very close to uh, to under, you will find Lindesnes Lighthouse. And this is the southernmost tip in Norway. Uh, the lighthouse uh, can be visited all year, as well as under, of course. And being here uh, on a stormy autumn day is also amazing. Mm, I can imagine. Now, from the restaurant, what what is that experience like? Can you actually see marine life from your dining table? Yes, you have a large panoramic window, and there you see uh, the life uh, in the sea. Wow, that's awesome. So basically, you eat what you see. You do. Another thing you can do all year round is to visit uh, the other towns small villages uh, along the coast of southern Norway. Uh, We call them the white towns of southern Norway. And uh, what is common for them all is uh, these small white uh, wooden houses and cobblestone streets. Cozy, charming are the words I would use to describe it. And uh, for me, I I sometimes uh, take a day trip to the village of uh, town of Grimstad, for instance, uh, just to do something different. It's a different city, uh, different uh, shops, uh, restaurants, uh, and I just take in the in the atmosphere. Uh, 
And it's easy to um, to travel along the coast uh, by public uh, transportation. So we've talked a lot about traveling around uh, along the coastline, but what about inland? What do you uh, see and experience there? Inland, uh, you will find uh, the valley of Sätestal. Uh, and this uh, valley has a long uh, tradition for culture, uh, especially uh, for a silver uh, smith. So when you visit this uh, region, uh, I would recommend to visit one of the workshops and bring back a unique piece of uh, jewelry. But not only culture, um, This uh, valley is also known for a lot of uh, activities. So um, here you can experience um, whitewater rafting. You can go uh, hiking in the mountain or maybe climbing uh, via ferrata. Mm. Setestal is also the cradle of Norwegian folk music, folk uh, traditional um, costumes, bunads, a lot of things that to Norwegians is so typically Norwegian, right? A lot of history there. You're right, Beata. Um, you mentioned uh, the folk music, um, the costumes and the dance. And this was actually listed on the UNESCO World Heritage list. And this is something you can experience when you travel through the Sätestal Valley. And how do you get to Kristiansand from abroad? And also, what is the best way to travel around in the region? We are connected um, uh, by train uh, from Oslo. So you can travel by train from Oslo and from Stavanger. And if you travel from abroad, uh, you can take a ferry from Hirtshals in Denmark or Imsaven in Holland. And traveling around in our region, uh, I recommend to, to travel by public transportation, by bus. And you can also rent a car if you want to stay longer and go on a road trip. And of course, we have uh, an international airport if you want to fly directly into our region. Mm, great. So here's an interesting question that we've asked some of our other guests on Norway Next. If Christian Sand was a person, how would you describe it? Oh, I would say friendly, maybe a little laid back, fun to be with and uh, someone who would uh, surprise you. Mm. And Kristiansand would be your friend forever. Wow. So is there anything that the listeners should have on their radar for the coming year? In uh, 2023, the new art museum, the Kunstsilo, the art silo, uh, will open. Um, the... Kristiansand Art Museum uh, just um, shut their doors and now they are packing down their art and will move into uh, this uh, new building. Um, it's a former grain silo and has been converted into an art museum um, housing 
three floors and a large exhibition uh, spaces. So it will contain the largest actually collection of uh, Nordic art. It will have uh, digital um, art, uh, lectures, concerts, uh, workshops. So this is really something we are uh, looking forward to. Mm, what a great contribution that will be to Kristiansand and that will attract, I'm sure, many international audiences interested in performances and art, like you said. Great. Mona, we are so happy that you could join us today. Thank you so much for sharing so many awesome travel suggestions for Kristiansand with our listeners. And now we'll reveal the answer to the yes, yes, no quiz. To repeat the three statements where one is false. A, you can actually meet real pirates in Kristiansand. B, one of the world's most unusual McDonald's restaurants is located in downtown Kristiansand. Or C, a member of the Norwegian royal family comes from Kristiansand. So, for those who didn't know this, there is a McDonald's in Kristiansand and it's located in a former bank building and it looks quite impressive for a chain food restaurant. And Crown Princess Metamarit of Norway is indeed from Kristiansand. So that means that A is the false one. Well, partially false, because you can actually meet pirates in Dyrparken, which is Norway's biggest and most well-known zoo and family theme park. They're just not completely real pirates. <laughs> However, you can experience a pirate show and enjoy a ride on a pirate ship, and there's something for the whole family to enjoy. So shiver me timbers, doesn't that sound like fun? Now you know. That wraps this episode of Norway Next. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you'd like to learn more about today's episode, you can check out visitnorway.com slash podcast for more on travel to Norway. You will also find us on all social media platforms as Visit Norway. So make sure to follow, subscribe, share and love. And thanks for checking out our podcast.